Blog Talk Radio. Hello, good evening, and welcome to Propaganda.Earth. Earth is one of those new domains. You'll get used to it, www.propaganda.earth. I am your host, the Propaganda Hitman. We speak truth to power on this show. The show is brought to you by, sponsored by our blog, the blog domain is store, www.propagandaearth, all one word, dot store. There, there are two blogs, a health blog and the propaganda blog that thousands of people visit and they get the uncensored truth at the propaganda.earth dot store, propaga- excuse me, propagandaearth.store blog. No blog, just dot store. It's also sponsored by the products there. They are designed specifically for your blood type. So you may not understand what that means, but feeling it, trying it will tell you the difference. We have pre-probiotics there for blood types O, A, B, and AB. Now, when you look at the label, you can say, well, I can buy things for less money, or I can buy four times the number of ingredients three times. I can buy probiotics with 12, 18, 20 different strains. And what I'm here to tell you is, and having learned it the hard way, we have distributed, we started off uh, back in the year hmm, 2002, Yeah, about 2002, selling, promoting, marketing, teaching about dietary supplements. And then in the mid-2000s, we began a career of designing dietary supplements, marketing those that we created, we labeled. And these weren't just private labels where somebody had a product and we said, yeah, we like this. Can we sell that under our label? We actually were uh, from head to toe, bottom up, designed the products themselves. In those days, it was a fruit and veggie vitality, tea vitality. And what we came to understand the hard way is that every single ingredient does not necessarily, just because you have these great new ingredients, that they're beneficial to your blood type. They could be neutral to your blood type, which means a waste of money for you. They're of no value. Or they could be detrimental to your blood type, meaning they actually act as lactins and create an immune response. So this is a very new world we're living in. So don't uh, be confounded when you read the label and you see there may not be as many as other people, but each and every one of those ingredients are beneficial, useful, effective to your blood type. So without further ado, we will play our intro.
Now we toss our Trump hats in the air. Fourth of July, I'm taking Jackson and Blue and dressing them up in K-May. We're going to march and put Rivka and Dorothy in a wheelbarrow. (laughs) Jackson, you like that, don't you? There will be bones, don't worry. They're called Fourth of July dog bones. Be loaded. Here's something very, very, very. I, I don't know how. How much sicker is this country well, going to get? Let's hold on before you get to that. Why? Let's well, let's talk about marching. I understand. Let's okay. discuss a little bit about. Well, I don't want to lose what I had. That's why I wanted to, you know, I lose stuff. Go for it. Okay. Girl Scouts under fire for marching in Trump's inaugural parade. Yeah. I mean, how sick do you have to get? The Girl Scouts are getting death threats. An, an organization, a paramilitary, the the, first to begin with, it's a paramilitary organization. These aren't candy stripers. These are young, little the Girl Scout soldiers, hunting, camping, girlfriending, building bonds. They signed 150,000 people, signed an online petition calling the nonpartisan group to refrain from marching. This is terrible. These children have the right to do what they want. This is nothing but brainwash hatred. It is. You know, a child is born into a family. It the family a gives it a rasa. name. No, the family gives it a name. Put family places, tells them what to think. Places a name like a dog on the animal. Places them in a religion. Tells them what to do. Then they go to school. And the school's even worse than at home now. And the school is in full indoctrination. And let me tell you Of hatred. This Democrat Party has become a cult. This is not a political party. Mm -hmm. It's just a shortcut for a political cult. And it's a death cult. Anything that it... And they fooled themselves for so long... They've raised their children in the propaganda, but let me do my job as propaganda hitman and make it clear. You do not live in a democracy. You live no, in a you republic. you live in a republic. That's what this is. We vote for governors. Governors appoint judges. Govern- governors appoint people in their cabinet. We vote for governors who regulate their, oversee the regulatory bodies within the government, within the state governments, within the city governments. We are a republic. We elect officials and they lead. And it's the same, and I'm beginning to think it may have been a massive mistake. I don't know. We never would have had the revolution with Donald Trump had we been still in the world Mm -hmm. with pure Republican form of government where the governors appoint the Senate federal and the Senate appointed the president. Well, let me tell you, that made sure that you put a lot, a lot more important questions would have been asked of our governors if they appointed the Senate. And we would have held that governor directly responsible for decisions their two senators, that governor's two senators made in appointing a president who then appoints 
the cabinet. The reason why everybody's so unhappy in the Democrat Party, or many of them in the Democrat Party, is because the Democrats have turned the political process into a game of capture the flag. The bigger the federal bureaucracy gets, the more chips are on the table, the more more of the goodies, it's not the word I'm looking for, but um, not goodies, let's say uh, pork, the pork barrel. The bigger the admit the government gets, the more pork gets redistributed by way of Congress and Senate to the home district. Ultimately, it's a welfare game. And we've been playing this pork barrel politics since the Franklin Delano Roosevelt administration. Very close to 100 years, 90-some years, we've been playing this horrible game Trace, I'll let you play the routine. About what? You're going to talk about the Girl Scouts. It's over. Yeah, that's it. I did it. Okay. So what, now, huh? Go on. What? Well, what I wanted to talk about now was... Okay. What I wanted to talk about now was we have to pay attention to this. And then I want to play something. Fake news outlet CNN top executive Jeff, Jeff Zucker is threatening the incoming president of the United States, Donald J. Trump. It's just unfortunate that the most powerful person in the world is trying to delegitimize journalism and an organization that plays such a vital role in our democracy. Well, we're not a democracy like you, dumbass. Um, CNA president said in an interview in New York Magazine, when asked about how Donald Trump denounced CNA, fake news at his press conference last week in New York. I think he's entitled to his opinion, but it's to use one in his favorite word, sad. Well, today, he's he has, today, they're talking about the assassination of Donald Trump. Are, well, yesterday and today, uh, last night. So what is, is he threatening Donald? What is this man doing? Now, pay attention to this. Now I have... This is something to pay attention to. Now I have uh, Trump, Russia, and <clears throat> the Zion View letter. This guy's saying, listen to this, they're saying the CIA wants to, the British, CIA, the British and the CIA want to kill Trump. Listen to this, what this guy has to say. Here we go. And I want to talk to you about Donald Trump, the president-elect of the United States, about Russia, and about the state of mass hysteria that exists on both sides of the Atlantic. It turns out that it was Britain that was interfering in the American presidential elections, not Russia. At least I've seen no evidence that Russia was, but there's plenty of evidence emerging about the British role. The press conference of Donald Trump in Washington yesterday was marked by a kind of hysteria about a dossier a very interesting file, which had been compiled by a British intelligence agent. I can't mention his name or else they'd have to kill me, though it's easily accessible on the Internet. 
he is said to be a retired British intelligence. They never retire. Although I'm not sure that they ever really retire from the service. Of course. He wrote a report containing the most fantastical, weird, and wonderful stories about Donald Trump's conduct in Russia, and in particular in a hotel in Moscow. I won't go into the details in case children or old ladies are watching this. But suffice to say, it went to the character issue of Donald Trump and to his moral standing. It turned out that the dossier had been passed to the United States through a former British ambassador to Moscow. That former ambassador has not yet been identified, but can only be one of seven such former ambassadors. And that former ambassador gave it to the leader of the war party in Washington, Senator John McCain, who will not be happy until mushroom clouds are again sprouting in the world. And McCain gave it to the head of the FBI. But he also let Lindsey Graham say it. In a security briefing, they either did, as they say, or didn't, as Trump says, present it to President-elect Trump when the heads of the spy Brennan, a lying piece of shit, garbage, ago. Muslim, now, this dossier garbage, very quickly. It was phony, false spellings, embarrassing. It's just so embarrassing that John Brennan is going to continue to stoop. But don't ever forget, he's a Muslim. No, he supports Sharia. 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 Takiya, they can lie to you. They can lie to you to further Sharia. That's what Brennan's about. And it's add in the CIA, and you get a guy who needs to be tried for treason and executed. Brennan is garbage. Right-wing media organizations like CNN and BuzzFeed picked up then by virtually every newspaper and network in the world. So on the principle that some people believe there's no smoke without fire and that mud sticks even when it has no right to, uh, Trump has been severely diminished and degraded by the uh, dossier produced by the British. Now, in 1925, something called the Zinoviev Letter helped to bring down the first ever Labour government in Britain. It purported to be a letter from the head of the Comintern, Grigory Zinoviev, to his lieutenants in British Labour movement politics. Total phony piece of work back in those days. In particular, encouraging them to Total propaganda. Within the British Armed Forces. This brought down the Labour Prime Minister, even though it was quite quickly actually proved to be a forgery that had been produced by, you've guessed it, British intelligence. That brought down the Prime Ministership of Ramsay MacDonald, and this one is aimed at another Donald, Donald Trump. Now, just for the avoidance of doubt, I am not happy that Donald Trump is the President of the United States. That should have been Bernie Sanders. But I'm very happy indeed that Hillary Clinton is not to be the President of the United States. And 
if Donald Trump were to live up to his flagship policy of reducing tension with Russia, of turning the volume down on the anti-Russian hysteria of these last few years, then he'd be doing the world a big favor. And what I believe is happening here is a kind of soft coup d'etat, probably not to stop Trump taking the oath of office in less than a week, because that's a pretty fall-on hope and would, in any case, probably produce civil war in America. But to cut him off at the knees, to put him into a political corner so that he feels intimidated about pursuing his rapprochement with uh, Moscow. Now, uh, the signs are, early signs, that some of his lieutenants in very powerful positions, Secretary of State, designate for defense, even Secretary of State Tillerson himself, the signs are that this intimidation is working. On the other hand, Trump was so robust in his press conference and so hostile to these intelligence services, spy agencies that are trying to put him in this corner, that it remains an open question whether Trump's going to have the guts to follow through. If he does, then frankly, uh, there's a clear and present danger uh, upon his life. If I were him, I wouldn't be going near any grassy knolls. I wouldn't be on any motorcades in Dallas or anywhere else. I wouldn't be traveling in an... We get the point. This is the level that the left have been stooping to for days. It really started with Schumer saying that it's a dangerous thing to threaten the intelligence agencies. Well, let me tell you something. If we've gone down that, that far down the drain that our civilian government can't criticize uh, our spy agencies, then those spy agencies have gotten too large and they need to be shut down because there is not a single nation in the world that has any plans on landing troops in the United States at this point in time. We will be destroyed from within, not from without. That's our only danger. And currently, while we adults have been asleep at the wheel, the Marxist propaganda machine has been indoctrinating our children in our universities, our adult children, and they're working on our, on our kids in grade school, high school, and so forth. They've taken civics out of the classroom. Children don't know that we don't live in a democracy. We live in a republic. They propagandize us with this thing called democracy. Democracy is very dangerous. Just look at California with their propositions. Because they don't take direct responsibility for the people they elect to their House and their Senate, they go around the House and Senate system, rant and rave about this proposition or that proposition, and these propositions have very binding effects. doesn't have anything to do with the Constitution. The proposition system goes around the Constitution because it's the will of the people. Well... Having studied history, European history, French history especially, it's very clear what the will of the people become 
they double down, they become bloodthirsty, and the Jacobins lead to Um, the Jacobins led to the French Revolution, 10, 12, 15 foot high guillotines with massive baskets at the base for human heads. The blood ran through the cobblestones like carts of wine toppling in the streets the rats the bugs the animals rolling feasting on the blood of human beings no I don't think that's the future we want our continuity of government crowd our new world order two generations ago were engaged in the toppling of the Tsar and his ministers while Anastasia screamed in vain. If that's true, Teresa has a... One moment. Um, I think it's very important to understand that we have to honor both parties, the rule of law. I was not a fan of George Bush, but I didn't spend my days and weeks delegitimatizing him. If the mob... If the mob is allowed to rule this is where we will be I don't think Rosie O'Donnell would be prepared for it she's not rich enough Massive wars in Europe. When the American bankers in a secret train sent Lenin when the Nazis of the New World Order put in Hitler. Hitler was put in by the business community. Prescott Bush. Mellon. 
After all, it was the same continuity of government crowd, the CIA. The very same people who are threatening Donald and who douchebag cunts like Rosie O'Donnell are calling for martial law. They have no idea what it would look like. Calling for martial law, is that what you really think you could handle? Starvation in the street, Rosie? Rosie, no matter how fat you are, within a week you'd be in a complete hypoglycemic attack. And all the money in the world, when the banks close, you don't have enough to feed your children. And you'll say, look what I've done. Look what I've done. When 70 members of Congress and a couple of senators decide they're not going to sit in, this is called agit-propaganda. This is called an effort to delegitimize an American president. I want them in jail. I want a House Un-American Activity Committee. I want in a complete investigation, and I want these treasonous congressmen and senators in jail. I want Hillary in jail. I want a House Un-American Activity Commission on Hillary Clinton. I want Bill Clinton in jail. I want Barack Obama in jail. For two days, we've been watching CNN play their videos about what a continuity of government would look like if there was some sort of upheaval in Washington. They're preparing you for it. Whether it's tomorrow or it's in four years, they're preparing you for it. There already would be no one Republican that would be in power. Now they're saying it would be the Secretary of State after, but they're wrong on CNN. It would be the Speaker of the House and it would be Paul Ryan, a Republican. But if for some reason they were all killed, then there is this obscure undersecretary of state, a Barack Obama appointee. wonder if he's in Washington or he's in a remote bunker. There's talk about drone attacks. There's talk about having smuggled in a nuclear bomb. Now, is this what CNN needs to promote? And then when Donald Trump calls them fake news, the same people who make up the – who oversample Democrats by 30, 40, 50 percent, and then they want to tell us that Hillary was winning, that's your fault. You believed your own lies, and then you lied to your own friends, and they believed you. They believed your statistics, and they believed your phony polls. So now they're all drinking the same toxic Kool-Aid. And they want to say that Donald's delegitimate. No. Turning America into a social funhouse. The fact that Barack Obama, count one of treason, be prepared for those who uh, eavesdrop in on the call. Count one treason. Doubled the American debt in eight years that it took us 250 to accumulate. In eight years, he doubled the American debt. That's treason. And he didn't care. Giving the whole cookie jar away to the children. Free school, free education, 
One moment. Yep. We're talking about the most despicable anti-American garbage going on. And then the head of CNN is going to act like he's the injured party because Donald calls him out on fake news. See, he didn't have a problem with the golden shower bullshit knowing it didn't pass the smell test. See, he didn't have a problem saying that Donald's a Russian spy. They did nothing to stop the fueling of this fire. They know that most of their CNN people are in bed with the Clintons, that they went to the Podesta parties. That's not the job of the media. The media should never be socializing with senators and congressmen. It's not their job. In fact, if they had any integrity at a private party and a senator showed up, they should be leaving. So never, ever, ever to compromise their integrity. But we've heard, we've seen the emails. We've, we've seen some of these journalists say I'm a, that I meaning they, that person is a hack he said he was a hack is this what our media has come to I'll tell you a secret it's what they've always been I never saw Dan Rather speak truth to power when we were lied over and 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 over about the death count how many times we killed the Vietnamese over and over. By the time the tally was done, the saying is that we had killed the population of Vietnam over three times. Lied to. Tet Offensive. My Lai Massacre. Domino Theory. Domino Theory. If we didn't fight them in Vietnam and destroy Agent Orange them, foliate them, the Chinese would take over. The one lesson that the continuity of government crowd has never learned is what the, Rush, the Romans learned. The Romans learned and Napoleon learned that an army moves on its belly. You have to feed it and then you have to feed the people. And Marxism proved to be an incredible failure. So a smart government would be patient and wait while they self-destruct. But that's never been our model because run it. We're being interrupted right now by uh, an important. Put your phone there. Today, former Secret Service agent, interestingly enough... It's perfect. It's okay. Dan Bongino. Hey, I'm Dan Bongino, host of the Renegade Republican Podcast here at Conservative Review. And for today, former Secret Service agent, interestingly enough, in the zone where I was in 2009 for Barack Obama's initial inauguration, obviously in a different role now as a conservative commentator here. But it's fascinating. We're out here doing some uh, some commentary. We're going to put it this uh, CRTV site, which you can go check out. We're doing a seven-day free trial now at CRTV.com. And I kind of walked down the route and discussed what we did in 2009, gave you a unique insider's perspective on what we did for Barack Obama's first inauguration and how things changed now. But here's one big thing that's changed about this. 
back in 2009, a big concern for us was the three Ps, right? To protect E at the time, Barack Obama, uh, the public, and the press. You have to keep those three Ps separate all the time. It's really difficult to do. Moving people around as a Secret Service agent is probably 99% of your job. So we're sitting here, and we're, we're, you know, we were just doing commentary, and sure enough, there you go. You know, Trump uh, shows up next door at his hotel. So it's interesting how you can see even now how the three Ps are all separate. We're doing press. And the police officers behind us doing their job gave us an area. You see the public out on the sidewalk, and you see the protectees segregated from everybody else. But the interesting and kind of more dangerous angle to tomorrow, and again, my former insider's perspective on this is, there's a fourth P here that we didn't really see in 2009, and that's protesters. I mean, I've got a lot of really good sources. I was just chatting with a couple of guys before, as a matter of fact, and they're really super concerned about protest activity. A lot of these protesters, um, you know, most of them are, are here peacefully, thankfully, but it's... You know, it's not the 9 out of 10 that are going to do the right thing that matters. It's the 1 out of 10 that isn't that matters. They're really concerned about the threat for everything from firebombs for people to start throwing rocks from the roofs. And well, and you got CNN provoking it. CNN's provoking an assassination. CNN has been selling an assassination. What's his name, Tucker? Uh, Zucker. Who? Zucker. It's his name. CNA CEO. Oh, the head of the C- the C- CEO, yeah, CN. Yeah. CEN. Yeah. I mean CNN, CNN. right. Well, talking about assassination. Okay. Yeah. Talking about delegitimizing. And then they're that talking this stuff. Legitimate he... that he's a Russian agent. Right. This and then you wonder why. This is all the garbage that CNN never shut down. That CNN never said that this is preposterous. And if you're going to bring this garbage onto our station, we're not interviewing you. We're going to cut you off immediately. So when Donald called them dishonest and crooked, look, I probably watched nearly one uh, speech when Donald traveled around the nation a, a day, and there were some two and three, and over and over, while Hillary had nobody, and they did everything with between blue screens and narrowing in very tight, never panning the crowd, showing a packed front. In the case of Donald, where they were auditoriums beyond standing rooms, standing outside, standing for hours, Donna would say over and over, is the media going to show the crowds? Never. The cameramen never. So when Donald said that CNN or Reuters were corrupt, you betcha. We saw it with our own eyes. We've lost all respect for this media. I don't trust anything these people say. I rely upon Drudge, and I rely upon Project Veritas. If it weren't for Project Veritas, we're supposed to rely upon Comey to protect Donald? How about to do the advanced investigative work? Why was it that Project Veritas knew that there was going to be, and he knew a year ago, that there was going to be planning to disrupt the event? He had gone underground in these organizations to see what these these guys would be up to. And in the past three months... His teammates went so deep undercover, and they were going to the the uh, disruptors were going to use butyric acid, which smells like vomit. If it wasn't for 
O'Keefe? James O'Keefe. Yes. This would have gone this on. Would have gone, the deplorable ball tonight would have had exactly. men lighting Bic lighters well, and... and they would have lit Bic lighters next to the rate of rise and the and the no quarter, no mercy. So the shower, the sprinklers throughout the entire building would have gone off on everyone hotel room. They don't care. These people didn't care. Ruin anybody who was staying at that at at in that building because I guess it was uh, the National Press Club. Their buddies, they were going to destroy the building. And they think they they were going to put chains across the turnstiles to block peoples in and out of Washington, D.C., of the capital of the United States. Now, I'm sorry, uh, Bernie Sanders, White James, I don't care. This is hate, hateful protesting. No, this is beyond hateful. This is insurrection. This is treason. This is insurrection. There's, there's nothing that they're going... They're, they're not protesting anything but creating insurrection and anarchy. And, and when you're talking about the federal government, the penalty for treason and anarchy is the death penalty. You know, I've, you've been hearing me say man, this I never a lot. believed in that, but you know what? After what I'm saying, I... I do, and somebody said, but I said to somebody, and this was a, a Pence rally in Lancaster. I said, well, I don't believe in the death penalty because I don't, you know, because then I should believe in abortion. He said, wait a minute. He said, can I just say something? I said, of course you can. He said, an innocent child is sure. coming into the world. What have they done? But you're talking about a man that did heinous things to other people. And, and that really made me think. I was like, I never looked at it that way. That man had a chance, or woman, or had a chance. Look at what these to be, black people, because they're not kids. No. They're adults. Oh, my God. Because they did, did that poor to handicapped, that handicapped right? man. You know, and that, the first count was kidnapping. They second, kid, see, yeah. they kidnapped him. And then they tortured him. Mm. And they made him drink from a toilet. And they beat him up. They cut his scalp, threatened to stick a knife up his rectum. And they kept him for days. And I have to tell you, propaganda hitman, if that guy, if that young man didn't escape, they would have murdered him. I believe so. And that's why the judge said, no bail, you're a danger to society, get the hell out of here, out of my courtroom. And they didn't show any remorse, they didn't care. Nothing. Mm -mm. They have no idea what they're now facing. Now we have Fox News polls. They they first said that Donald, now the, now that, um... There's a, before they were saying that um, um, in December, I don't know. Anyway, Donald's going up anyway, his popularity. But I, don't, I think this is bullshit because I think well, so many polls people are they they never inter- Did but they talk the to you? They never was, talked to me. But who, you know what? Yeah. Who cares what they're pro- – they, yes. you're talking these polls are – you can wipe your ass Well, look, with they them. said Hillary was going to win. They've discredited themselves, and the, the justice is middle America didn't believe one poll at all. No, and that you told They me. believed it. Yeah. They believed their own bullshit. So when Hillary lost, they were dumbfounded. Who do you have to blame? 
You put the Kool-Aid in the water that you all drank. You turned on the nitrous oxide tank in the room that you were all breathing in. And then when you wake up out of your stupor, you're angry at everybody else but yourselves. You picked a woman who had no business being president. She should have backed out at the very end, let Bernie run with the ball, because she made her fortune. She, she didn't shook even make down, VP. This woman shook down oh every, every Gangster anti-woman mm-hmm. government. Mm-hmm. Every anti-gay torture. government. Every an- Let's deal with the coalition, okay? Every gay, every anti-gay government. Every anti-lesbian government, every anti-transgender government, every anti-transsexual government, every anti-Christian government, every anti-Jewish government, every anti-woman, every anti-feminist government, every anti-freedom government. All she did was money from scumbag dictators. I don't even with, can't even believe we would even brown associate with these skin, people. Right. Kinky hair, beards who don't wash their ass, who don't wash their hands. These people are garbage in the Middle East. That's the one thing Israel has known about is how degenerate the Middle East has become under this Islamo-fascist tyranny. And the best thing that's happened to Israel is that they're too busy killing each other. That's the irony. These are bloodthirsty scumbags masquerading under the guise of a religion. (laughs) And it's a phony piece of shit book. It's a phony religion. It has no justification on earth. He was a camel robber who turns around and comes up with a scheme. And for 1,200 years, people have been dying and murdered in the name of that Muhammad and Islam. Never forget when Simon, Salman Rushdie wrote a book called Something Dreams that had to do with the Prophet Muhammad. And they were so offended by his book that a fatwa, a death sentence, was put out on him. These are very tolerant people. These are people who really respect criticism, don't they? And Hillary was in bed Here, with I'll these people. Here, I'll give you people. 49. I can't. And I'll give Ob- you a list of 49. Who cares? And Obama was in bed with them. And he became a Muslim. He was never a Christian. No, he, he was lied. our first homosexual Muslim he who lied. wasn't born in we America. We haven't even had a Jewish president. We get a Muslim. Are we nuts? Not only a Muslim, a man not born in America. This guy at every oh, that, level well, is a right. phony traitor. Well, that's true. They're, I'm sure all And Muslims I'm telling you, right. he lied to the American people, and that's treason. He was the commander-in-chief, and men died and women died in battle in the, of the United States citizens by a man who created treason. He lied his way in. 
and the CIA well, and the CIA, an organization well, that has CIA. lost all credibility. I don't want. I am so sick of hearing that they're good people in the CIA. No. I haven't seen any evidence of it. No. I haven't seen any proof. If they did, they would have gone after Brennan and had him step down. They would have revolted. 10,000 people within the CIA would have written letters and said, Brennan has to go. We don't trust him. No, I don't think there's anyone good in the CIA. I feel like this is God and Sodom and Gomorrah. And if there's one person, then, let's, then please don't destroy the whole agency. Kennedy knew that the CIA needed to be destroyed in 1963, but they got him first. And George Bush washed his hands and sealed Kennedy's fate. And I will never, and if you believe it, if you believe that that wasn't George Bush of the CIA, that they were given the briefing, he was in Washington. Excuse me, he was in Dallas. He was asked, where were you? He said he didn't remember. There isn't a human being in in the world that was old enough in that era to know where they were when Kennedy was killed. Do you remember, Teresa? Where was I? What year was it? Wheels of Steel, where were you? Were you in school? Well, first of all, you were eight years old. Yeah, I was going to say, what year? You were eight. Right. Do you remember any teacher telling you? No. I remember my parents were so devastated. Yeah. And that would probably be at the dinner hour. Yeah. So you know where you were. Yeah. When you learned of it. Yeah, everybody was you devastated. Were eating dinner. Oh, my parents were devastated. They couldn't so even for, believe it. For George Bush to tell them, and the problem is, this is the media. They're liars. I got nine scandals Obama forgot to talk about. Now, if Donald Trump or Betsy DeVoe or Senator Price or Cotton, or Stephen Nuchin, or Rex Tillerson didn't have an answer about a stock purchase. They would crucify these people. But George Bush told the media that he didn't know where he was that day. And that's all it took, because that Darth Vader scumbag, if we're lucky, both he and Barbara will be gone this week. That, um, son, that son of a bitch turned around oh, and told the well, American people, the old the American man and old lady. people that he didn't yeah. know right where he was, and the media didn't say. They didn't jump all over the way they jump over Donald Trump pounce on them. They didn't say, do you expect us to believe it? Maybe you can pander your CIA crap anywhere else around the world. But when you're talking to the American media, don't you dare tell us you don't believe. But see, that's not the way they roll when it comes to the continuity of government or the new world order. That's the way they roll when it comes to a man who the American people call to end the sucking of America dry. Remember when Ross Perot said what NAFTA would do? It would be a giant sucking he sound. Was right. He was right. He was right. Where was the media then? 
No, the media started hanging out at Bilderberg. And the media started hanging out at the Council of Foreign Relations. And the media started hanging out in Davos. And the media started going to vacations at elite resorts in Europe. And they started hanging around with, with Hollywood. And all of a sudden, television, became, television journalism became pure infotainment. But something happened on the way to the forum, on the way to the inauguration. What happened was the media got in bed with Hillary, not because she was a woman, bullshit, because Hillary represented the final death of America. And these little Marxists that grew up in America have hated America for everything it is, everything America stands for. Where was, where was the media with Yellow Cake and Niger? Has anybody heard Where was this? the media Wait, during 9-11 yeah. when they stared at the buildings and they buckled and they listened and they heard boom, 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 boom. Where was the media? Where was the media when Peter Jennings, I believe it was, sat there and said at 5 o'clock, I just got word that they're going to be pulling Building 7 down. Where was the media then to say, how in the world in the middle of this shitstorm, firestorm, toxic environment could they ever have put the depth charges, the detonations in Building 7 to tear it down? Where were the questions? No, it's called conspiracy theory. And, and the minute, and who created conspiracy theory? The CIA and Operation Mockingbird. The CIA has been running operations against the United States of America, and that's not what they were mandated to do. It's a rogue organization. It serves no purpose. Nothing. Nothing. That's what defense intelligence is for. That's what marine intelligence is for. That's what air force intelligence is for. That's what army intelligence is for. That's what coast guard intelligence was for. That's what the director of national intelligence is for. CIA serves no purpose. They're a private mercenary army for the president that has outgrown the president. Now, they're the tail that wags the dog. And the dog's president. And now, it's just the president is the ass end of the CIA. will be on the ground in Washington when President Obama hands off his office to Donald Trump on Friday. A near army in place to protect the leaders of all branches of government gathered in one place outside. And while officials stress there's no specific credible threat to this inauguration, tonight, due to a quirk in America's rules for succession, questions remain about just who would be in charge if an attack hit the incoming president, vice president, and congressional leaders just as the transfer of power is underway. Here you have a very confusing line of succession there. According to the Constitution, if the president and vice president are killed or incapacitated... This is CNN. Fake news. ...then the president pro tempore of the Senate. But what if something happened to them at the inauguration, too? After that, it goes down the list of cabinet secretaries. Talking about a nuclear bomb? On the day of the inauguration, as a precaution, a cabinet secretary called the designated presidential successor will not attend the inauguration. 
ready to step in if something happens. An Obama appointee. It's an Obama appointee. It will be an Obama appointee. No word from the White House. It will be an American appointee. Does the line of succession switch to the new president's lineup at noon? In the uh, inauguration, you have two lines of succession, one for the Barack Obama administration, which is still in place, and one which really won't be in place until Donald Trump is, is inaugurated, uh, comes into office, and actually formally nominates, and the Senate confirms his people. You might actually end up with a president from the prior administration because of a tragedy. And see, they love that. They, they just got off on that. Secretary of State would be the first cabinet secretary in the line of succession, but he's out of office by noon. Donald Trump's pick for Secretary of State, Rex Tillerson, may not be confirmed for another week or two. So who would be Secretary of State on Friday afternoon? According to State Department sources, the job would fall to the highest-ranking non-political official in the department, the Undersecretary for Political Affairs, Tom Shannon. One of the most obscure possibilities is that someone who is an acting Secretary of State, someone lower down the line of the Secretary of State, uh, State Department today, uh, assumes the acting Secretary of State position, is in the line, and the worst happens, and that person becomes president at least for a while. The uncertainty creates the potential for chaos, high theater, or a hit TV drama. Sir, you are now the President of the United States. This is sick. Keeper Sutherland plays an obscure cabinet secretary, unexpectedly thrust into the presidency after an attack. See, this is what they do. They put these TV shows on to prepare people for this bullshit. You get this is treacherous. These people are nuts. I mean, we have to be so, so careful. And you have to be way awake. Now, we never finished the former Secret Service agent, Daniel. Yeah, Daniel Bongino. Here we go. It was disturbing for me to hear because in my time in the Secret Service, it was uh, it was very unusual for, let's say, what we would call, we would say, we used an expletive in there, which I'm not going to use on this, but we would say, never ever crap the bed, right? In other words, like, don't exaggerate a threat because people won't take you seriously. So no one ever cries wolf in the Secret Service. So the fact that some of the guys and ladies I was talking to are genuinely concerned about potentially violent protest activity says to me that it's the real deal. So, uh, you know, listen, come down, have a good time, but keep your eyes open if you come down here. And be sure to check out, we have a little more detail on this. I walked the parade route. I, uh, I, I, I said how I did it last time. It's, uh, you know, without going into top secret stuff, but it's pretty interesting. It's available over at CRTV.com. CRTV.com. Yeah, Gaston wants me to tell you, too. He's in the background. Here. <laughs> he said, tell him it's a seven-day free trial. It's a seven-day free trial. <laughs> so go check it out, CRTV.com. Don't miss our coverage tomorrow. I'll be with Michelle Malkin uh, on our Facebook page, and that's CRTV. Thanks Thank you. T- and she's great, Michelle. I just wanted to say something. The, the jackasses who aren't coming. Now, these well, hold on. Before, oh, yes, I'm sorry. Do that, that, that's really important. Yeah, you're right. Now, if sorry. What CNN did was give a civics lesson. But everything's about timing, right? I think they need a Do you start when when your when your when your mother hmm. has been rushed to a hospital? Do you start telling jokes about dead people? This is the most fragile time in any in any government. It's the transition of power. Now we happen to have. A 250-year tradition of the peaceful transfer of power thereabout. But Gallo's humor on the eve 
or a day bef- two days be- two nights before an inauguration that's very contested by Democrats is not funny. It's in bad taste to have played that. So when Donald Trump calls out CNN, he has a thousand good reasons for calling out CNN. They ridiculed him. They humiliated him. They attacked him. And the more they attacked him, the more Wheels of Steel and I grew to love Donald Trump. And the more popular he became. The more they brought attention to him, the more we paid attention to him. So when they want to talk about the Russians helped elect Hillary, no, actually the media did. The, the, the Russians helped elect Donald, Hillary said. No, actually it was the media who helped elect Donald. By then, the American, media, the American people have two things going for them a pretty remarkable sense of fair play. There's always the inside degenerates who like uh, to pile on and to besmirch the character. There... Our government, it's a sacred oath to uphold, preserve, uphold, and protect the Constitution of the United States. This isn't, these aren't just words. Where in the world does this happen since 1789? What nations have had a continuity of a peaceful transfer of power. And to listen to Schumer suggest that a president should be feel threatened by our security agencies and that they can get you 16 ways to Sunday. Well, Chucky, babe, why did you allow that? Why did you fund degenerates like that? Why didn't you cut those scumbags off at the knees, Chucky? You afraid of them, Chuck? What's it about, Chuck? You get a, a hard dick by giving people the power to murder? Is that what turns you on? Or are you such a phony? Top secret national security. Let me tell you something. Nothing's that top secret. Maybe actual plans of a reactor, plans of a nuclear bomb, but everything else National security is the last vestige of a tyrant, of incompetence, of slovenliness, of laziness. Disher Watch has to fight tooth and nail under freedom of information, and yet everything is redacted, redacted, redacted. It's a disgrace. And after 10 years, nothing, nothing except for maybe the architectural plan of a nuclear bomb. Maybe the ventilating system of the underground bunkers of Mount Weather. Maybe there's a good reason. 
but everything is covered in national security and secrecy. And the fact that we allowed that Barack Obama willfully knew that Hillary had a private server with no protection, the fact that Barack Obama allowed that to happen, if he pardons her, we go after POTUS on treason. It is inexcusable. There's no nothing. He was AWOL, derelict in duty, horrific judgment. No. Let's hear it. On TV or on great. Oh, I have a couple. They got so generous. Hi, Don. I just want to tell you. I just sent a this is chat. a great party. Oh, Turn it up. You know, we've picked up hundreds of thousands and millions of Republicans. Not only did we do great in the election. We're, come on, I want to hear him. We cannot get to 270. They were right. We got to 306. You cannot get I know CNN was watching. I was watching all of them, in all fairness. All of them. The main networks, the cable networks. Although Fox has treated us very well, I have to say. Very well. Very well. Very well. And when I say well, by well, I mean fairly. But they were saying you cannot get to 270. I went to Maine four times for one vote, and I got it, but I didn't need it. But this was a victory for, for one a victory delegate. For and in the audience, by the way, I see my great brother... And I see Anne Marie, thank you for being here. I see my sister Marion and David. Where is there right there? Who happens to be a court of appeals judge. She is tough. She is tough, but highly, highly respected. I see my sister Elizabeth, which is great. I'm so happy you're here. I'm so happy. We actually have a very, very good family. We have a family. We have a family that gets along. Camelot. My son. Look at them standing there. Did they? I say, why aren't you campaigning today? <laughs> Eric and Don and Tiffany, who was incredible, and Baron is home. But we had uh, we had a great group of people, right? We worked hard. In the audience, we have somebody that's under no pressure whatsoever because he's got a great quarterback named Tom Brady and a great coach. And a great coach named Belichick, Bob Kraft. So good luck, Bob. Your friend Tom just called. He feels good. He called to congratulate us. He feels good. Good luck. You're going to do great things. So I just want to thank everybody. Uh, we're going to have four incredible years. It's going to be something special. We have in the audience a special person who's worked very hard who married very well. It's my daughter, Ivanka. <laughs> First. Yay, Ivanka. She Trump is stunning. He is so great. If you can't produce peace in the Middle East, nobody can. Nobody can. Okay? All my life, 
I've been hearing that's the toughest deal in the world to make. And I've seen it. But I have a feeling that Jared is going to do a great job. I have a feeling he's going to, he's going to do a great job. So, you'll work for me. <laughs> and one other person I have to thank. So, we had actually 18 people said 17 people running. It's 18, including Gilmore. Now, I like Gilmore because he endorsed me right away. Okay, that's But he was the governor of Virginia, in all fairness. Is he here? Yeah, he's here. So we had 18 people running, and we had rights. And I said before, nobody knew how to pronounce his name. It's a crazy name. They call him Rance. Steve Wynn just called him. He's still not pronouncing it right, Steve. But Reince Priebus, now everybody pronounces his name right. He's a star, and I knew that a long time ago. And he had a problem, because he sort of liked me. He didn't like me because of my personality. He thought I could win. He thought I could win. Phyllis Schlafly, the great Phyllis Schlafly. God bless her. So, she's a great woman, was a great woman. Passed away six months ago. I went to her funeral in St. Louis. And she came out against all of her fellow conservatives. And she said, I am not endorsing anybody else but Donald Trump. I don't care what exactly he is. He's like an unknown quality, quantity, but he, he's going to win. And Reince sort of had the same thing. And Reince was taking tremendous abuse. And I want to thank, by the way, Phyllis, because she went through hell. I'm telling you, Phyllis went through hell in that last third of a year. And she turned out to be right. But Reince had the same thing. And Reince sort of, I, I always felt he favored me. It's like a coach who has a player, and you sort of favor. But Reince is fantastic. Reince has been an unbelievable leader. Now, he had to win, because if he didn't win, it was over. He would have been fired. We would have said, Reince, you're fired. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> But he is an unbelievable leader. He's an unbelievable talent. And he's been my friend, and he's been with me from the beginning. So I want to thank Reince Priebus. Justin, finishing up, Tom Barrett called me. Tom Barrett is a very, where's Tom? Got to be around here someday. Tom Barrett. He's a very, very successful guy, Colony Capital, and he became my party planner. In fact, every time I have a party, are you available? I'm having one in about two months. He and all of his friends, they came to me, they said, we'd like to run. And I said, what the hell do you know about running? And, well, between Stephanie, where's Stephanie? I saw her, there she is. Stephanie, what a job. What a job you did. Thank you. Did he finally come through for you, Stephanie? Tom, thank you. Stephanie, thank you. Your entire group, thank you. So far, it's been perfect. Now, the big one is tomorrow at around 12. Okay? Don't be late, Donald. We had a thing today. We had a couple of things. Arlington National Cemetery. I don't know if anyone saw it. It was so beautiful. So many people. 
so many people. It was incredible. So we went there and we laid the wreath with Mike and it was beautiful. And then we went to the Lincoln Memorial and had a concert. And we thought it would be a small concert and tens of thousands of people were there. It, was a, it went all the way to the back. They never had so many people. And very few people ever had a concert at Lincoln Memorial. But what they pulled off was incredible. It was an unbelievable period of time. But tomorrow seems to be the big one. And I made a speech tonight at the Lincoln Memorial in front of all of those people and all of those live television cameras. I can't stand them. <laughs> It's true. But I thought it was a very good speech. And so instead of saying it was a good speech, they're saying, doesn't matter tonight. How will he do tomorrow? They never give you credit. <laughs> but tomorrow we have a speech, probably around 12 o'clock. It may rain, it may not rain. I don't care. It doesn't matter. I mean, the truth is, if it really pours, that's okay, because people will realize it's my real hair, and that's okay. <laughs> We have a speech that I wrote and worked with Stephen Miller, who's around here someplace, and Stephen is great. He's been with us from the beginning. Stephen and Hope and Corey and so many people have been so great. And I see my Kellyanne. Oh, Kellyanne. going to happen. We were pretty sure we were going to win. But again, 
Thank you all very much. We'll see you. We have an election coming up in two years. We're going to get a lot of senators and a lot of congressmen elected. Bravo. Bravo. I got to get well, Michael. We got to get all Republicans in. Bravo. We are a republic, and we need Republicans. And we are going to make America great again, greater than ever before. Thank you very much, everybody. Thank you. Absolutely breathtaking how hard everyone worked against all odds. Everything was thrown at Donald Trump. Catchy tune, that. I can't seem to get it out of my head. Don't shake it. That's what we've been doing all night. Oh, you have a great party. Hi, Georgie. Here is the motor. And I've got a little love. And I've got a hole in my pocket. It's got a hole in my pocket. What's the matter, John Love? Blue meanies? Okay, whatever. And you, excuse me, Hitman, you can also 
sun steep it, and that's great for the summer. You can get a pitcher and put about a tablespoon in there because your, you know, pitcher is pretty, I don't know how many ounces, 32 ounces, I don't know, but, you know, read the directions on the back, and then you can make it, and then you can, you fill it up with water, you drop your tea, and then you can squeeze some fresh lemon or, you know, other fruit you might, well, other fruit that's specifically good for you. And then you let you wrap the top in tinfoil so the birds or the dogs or, you know, little squirrel doesn't poop in it, but and then you sit it out on the, in the sun and you let it sit there for six hours. And then what I do, I strain it and then I put a, put a little honey in it because that's the sweetener I'm allowed for my blood type. And then I put it in the refrigerator and enjoy it. It's delicious. Just wonderful. And you're not drinking a tea. And this is whole leaf. This isn't some crap you see like in Lipton tea bags. You don't even know what the hell is in there. And it's just absolutely delicious. And then I also take, for me, I take the pre, it's a pre-probiotic. And it's specifically designed for my blood type, which is A. If you're O, it's designed specifically for O. Then you have A, B, and B. And that is just incredible. Um, as many of you know, I've been um, struggling with cancer 10 years, really. It's been 10, but in 20 15, April 2015, I almost died, and then I had a uh, surgery done, and my common bile doctor like had to clean it out. Well, after they did that, I couldn't even I couldn't even drink juice. Like, when I would juice, because I've been juicing since 1993. I've been an avid juicer, and then I found I couldn't even juice. I would get such pain. I have to drink grapefruit juice, fresh-squeezed grapefruit juice for my cancer. Couldn't even drink that. I would get such pain, and I like to have lemon water with a dash of honey every morning. Um, uh, propaganda hit man makes me every morning and that was even bothering me and this past July propaganda hit man says aren't you doing pre-probiotic for your blood type I said I never thought about it I started taking it I must tell you within a week I didn't have that problem anymore and that pain was so severe so severe so severe I would have to bend down on my knees and do I don't know if many of you know yoga positions but it's called child pose and I would get down in that, and I'm telling you, I thought I was going to die. I, and I had no idea. Nobody had any answers. 32 doctors, they had no answer. And then I started taking the pre-pro. Every time I juice, because I do, I have, I do, um, do green drinks, because I won't do rat poison. Because blood type A has um, thick blood, so if you do greens, it thins your blood out. And I said to the doctor, I'm not doing cumin, and you're going to be nuts. First of all, I can't prove I blood clot. They said I did, but they couldn't prove it, whatever. And I said, I'm not doing that, so I drink green juice. And I make, like today, I made celery, um, and these are all specific vegetables for my blood type. So I was juicing for many years, but juicing the wrong things for my blood type. I had no idea. So I did car- I did carrot and half an apple, celery stick. I did kale, beet tops and spinach and a little ginger. I think that's all I did. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. And then I drink, and then I had that today and then I take my pre probiotic and I have no problem at all at all. None. You know, it's just it's amazing and and it's amazing for me. Just amazing cuz I am very very sick and I am working every single day to kill this cancer and I'm succeeding. It's shrinking. It's much smaller than it was. Am I cancer-free? No. You have to think about this. Cancer, it takes a long time for your body to break down in a chronic illness. It's going to take a long... But once, it's, once it does, it's so, so, so difficult 
to rebuild, and it, you must, must be patient. And the key thing is not to put toxins back into your body. And, yes, their foods are toxic to your blood type. Read the book, Eat Right for Your Blood Type by Dr. Peter Diodamo. Read it. And, and try it. I have friends, they went, they're t- blood type O's. They've been heavy. Oh, my God, been, they're so heavy. They couldn't lose any weight. They tried every diet in the world. They get, they said, oh, what the heck. I see what it's done for you. You're, like, amazing. It's like a miracle. I said, I know, it's, ama- it's amazing. But I did do the work, like Dr. Diodama says. I gave you the blueprint, but you're the one who built. You're the builder. You're building your body back up. You're doing it. I said, you're right. They got on it for, uh, for 30 days. A husband lost 30 pounds eating food the right food for his blood type. She lost 15. Women never lose as much as men. It's just the way it is. But 30 pounds eating or even 15 pounds, come on, ladies, eating food? Let me tell you, I'm having uh, turkey tacos tomorrow for breakfast. It's amazing. You just, I can't, you just have to, if something says a tomato, you add an avocado. If something says, but we are allowed chili pepper, so I can put that in tacos. If something says uh, cabbage, some people put cabbage. I'm not allowed cabbage, so I put romaine lettuce. That's the only lettuce we're allowed to have. Onions galore. Chop, chop, chop. I, I love onions. Parsley, uh, cilantro, yes. I, and it's just amazing. Turkey and black beans. Ah, I could eat piles of those. That goes into the tacos, and that's what we have. We, And we, um, the only... Um, and then we have a sprouted tortilla, well, a sprouted, I guess they're tortillas, is that what they are in tacos, the sprouted things? And we, the sprouted, we're allowed to have that. The grains in that specific taco shell I'm allowed to have. And so is um, Propaganda Hitman. They're from Ezekiel, yes, it's Ezekiel. And you find them in the freezer department. And, um, yeah, that's it, are you for breakfast? Then tomorrow for lunch I'm having uh, a stro, a, oh, uh, vegetarian tofu curry. So anyway, so again, go to and come on, buy yourself, take care of yourself. Get both. You get free shipping and a ten percent off. So listen, go to www. Propaganda Earth. Store. And come on, buy, support the show, support us. We don't make any money doing this. We share this because this is so important. Please, okay. Propaganda Hitman, you're back on the roll. He's making Absolutely. blood right tea. No, <laughs> sip right. It's sip. called sip right for your blood zip, type. Blood sip, right, sip. Sip right for your blood type. Look. Okay, I have something I'd like to see. This is very interesting. Round up mandel. Mantle? Spell it. M-A-N-T-L-E. Mantle. Cell leukemia lawsuit filed against Monsanto. I should get in on that lawsuit. Sure about that. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to post that in my health blog tomorrow. Okay. And that's found at propagandaearth.store. Yeah, and you'll see prop, you'll see health blog, and you'll see propaganda prop blog. So, and I'm working on. Listen, gang, I'm trying to work on getting that site. I don't always feel great every day. Well, but you've George, got a new protocol you're doing, correct? Yeah. Yes, I do. I have um, two new protocols. I have Iscador injections. Let's talk Propaganda about that. Hit. And okay. you've been taking Iscador. For uh, years. You were getting it, I think, uh, from Walida, and mm-hmm. that was a facility 
an apothecary in, in Chestnut Ridge, New York, and oh, then they would oh. buy from Switzerland at Walida. Well, all Iscador comes from Switzerland. And Iscador is an extract of mistletoe, and mistletoe grows on a variety of trees, and they're not limited to pine, oak, and apple. Uh, they grow on juniper and, and many other trees, and they they have a, a very spiritual approach to the harvest of them. They harvest them uh, at the peak of moon energy and so forth. Now, you were injecting after your cancer. Was it before your cancer surgery or after your cancer surgery? Which are you for? The well, Ecuador, Apple after, always after. after, yeah. So you did that after the surgery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there were a couple sometimes, especially the special Iscador, that gave you a little fever. But we went, started going back to see Dr. Uh, Gerald Carnell at the Chestnut Ridge. In New York. It's a beautiful facility. It's a, it's a community that people is, live in. Yeah, I would, it's in really beautiful. Chestnut Ridge. Mm-hmm. And they have a doctor on staff, a medical facility on staff for the people who live there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they and have. He sorry. recommended. Iscador. We, we, no, no, yeah, somebody. We haven't seen him in a year or two. Uh, two years probably since your big crisis and see, with the cirrhosis I didn't know. of the liver from yeah. reishi mushrooms. I, you're, some cancer patients in Switzerland stand this product for 10 years, 15 years. You know, it's part of your life. Part of your life. So we had to send him a little picture of you again, and then when he heard my voice, I said a little. I sent him pictures and re- documents. Remembered, yes. and you caught him up to speed on all the documentation, yeah. and he recommended really? mm-hmm. a different mistletoe. Do you know what this one's grown on? This is a P-I-N-I. Peony. Well, so it's, it's grown a, on pine. Yeah. You mean it's what tree? A, it's a different extract. No, pine is the tree. Yeah. Peony. And it's a and series. And it's a different extraction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this time. It's kicking my butt. It's kicking your butt. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, And what yeah. does that mean? Okay, I'll tell you what it means. It, it's like you're having a, 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 your first herpy outbreak, if you've ever had a herpy outbreak in your life where you. Where your bones feel like they're rotting to the or core. Or when you get the flu. Or a bad the, flu that hits you in the bones. In the bones. The well, achiness. Well, I had it I had it so bad today. My knees, well, my you, hips. You started my, your first injection Sunday. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and that, and that would and yes, then agitate. I was so, no, I didn't ink. I was agitated. Very agitated. Propaganda hitman says, boy, you're really a you-know-what today. And I, I Which said is it, part really? of the course. <laughs> and um, yeah, whatever. You've heard us when the mics are oh, still open, yeah, you know how going at each other because oh, well. you know we we're together 20, too much. Years. <laughs> Twenty-four-seven. However, and it's not easy living with an ill person as I am, or and, a mentally ill person like me. Oh, you're so funny. And so, um, what I did was that day I was agitated. Then, t- then um, Monday I didn't take it. Then Tuesday, Tuesday I had a good day, right? Wasn't I out Tuesday? Or no, I no, I didn't feel good Tuesday. Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday were bad days for me. Wednesday, I felt great. So then, what, did, what was Doctor Day? Wednesday. So listen, today's Thursday. Now listen. So Tuesday, I I had so much pain. Monday was unbelievable. Then Tuesday, I was feeling a little bit better, but I had to take a painkiller. Then yesterday, I went to the doctor's. I had a good day. But we yesterday. added something to the mix. 
Yeah, okay. well, I was going to, you're right, you're we added Iskador, the, and then we added You're part the, of the medical marijuana program of the state of the New Jersey, and the one and facility came out with uh, what they call a lozenger, a little round dime. They're sublingual. You put them under your tongue, maybe, you can do it maybe that Maybe the way. size of a dime, but it's, mm. but thicker, as a, like a blueberry. Yeah. And you swallow it, or put under your tongue... Uh, and it's a 10 to 1 te- THC to CBD. No and uh, you took that, you started taking that Monday? A- through your anus Monday. Because right. when she injected Sunday, was it yeah, Sunday you waited? Or Monday? No, I st- no, 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 no. Because I stopped, no, I did Monday. It came, it Listen, came Monday, Saturday. Sunday? Tuesday, Thursday, today's Thursday. I have to then I'm off Friday, Saturday for, you know, Shabbat yeah. synagogue. And then I'm back on Sunday, off Monday, Tuesday, off Wednesday, then Thursday, do it again. So it's every three it's three times a week. So on top of the Iskador Sunday, I think the first thing we decided to do Tuesday. No, it was Sunday. It was Sunday because Sunday yeah. you were listening to a show that was very, it was all about cannabis. Yeah. And you said, hey, Wheels of Steel, they're putting it up the butt. Right. And I said, put what up the butt? What? And I'm like, why did I think about putting a lozenger up and, my and butt? And not, not, spine... not, not what Tom Ford was talking about. Okay. Well, he's a, he's a sicko. So I never thought about that. I'm thinking, uh, of course. Because you've done coffee enema I've to got... help release toxicity. Oh, my God. Liver. Yeah. I mean, you know, colonics. I've done all that. And I never thought about that. And that was, for years, part of your protocol oh, yeah. after but surgery. I, no, I can't do that now anymore. Not with this stint. Mm-mm. I, I can't, I'm too, it's too painful. I've got to be very careful with this stint in my body. So you, you. So I did that, and then, and um, then, then Monday, I, that Monday I was in horrific pain. Then Tuesday, I still didn't feel great. I had to inject again, put more up the butt. I, w- I wouldn't stop it because I'm in pain. And then Wednesday, I had a good day. Remember? Yes. And then today. Uh, so Wednesday was a doctor day. Then today, uh, so, well, Today and you injected Iskador yes, today. Yes, yes. Last night I did two up the butt, so I slept like a rock. Then today I woke up, my hips, my knees, my ankles, every bone in my body. I wanted to just cry. It was unbelievable, and I had to inject today, but I had to increase. See, it's it's a milligram for two days, five milligrams for two, and then back down to one again, and then I think, and then it's. ML, 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 and then um, then it's 10, and then that series is done, then you're going to start it over again. So today, I went up, you know, was stronger, and I got a rash there, itchy irritation. Um, I can't, the snot, the boogies and snot, I have just so much mucus coming out of everywhere. I can't stop eliminating. It's all, you know, ugh, coming out of me. Um I got in the shower. No, I got in the sauna and had oh had an accident. It was unbelievable. I hate to say that, but whatever. When you're sick, it's tough. And uh, like Propaganda Hitman says, it's called patient. You're the patient. But you need to be patient with yourself. And I said, yeah, you're right. Uh, but my appetite was, you know, my energy level could be good. I mean, it's so-so. It's not horrible. I 
made an amazing breakfast and I made amazing kale and um, lentil, pink lentil stew today. I was out of this world with turkey, Italian sausage oh, to die for. And I mean, my avatar, I mean, it's not like it was, but it's, but. Can you think of anything else that I had today that was irritating? I mean, that's pretty, oh, sore throat. I feel like I had the flu. Oh, and 99.5 fever, which is what Iscador, that's what it does. It raises the body temperature because cancer, I got up to 100. Cancer hates heat. That's why I get into my infrared sauna. Now, remember, not a sauna, far infrared sauna. And then I got into that. And then earlier today I had some butter, you know, cannabis butter, because I didn't, don't feel good today. And, and um, you know, that's you got to be patient, deal with it, and um, pray. And th- uh, listen, I do more than – I thank God every day, every day for being here. I'm so grateful. And I'm so grateful for DJT <laughs> and the Kamala family. So anyway – that's my story, and if anybody wants to call me who has cancer, you know, and share, please do so. Or email me. Email me at info at propaganda um, dot earth. I wanted to say something real fast. And, and is, you yeah. talk about cancer. Teresa, you... Yeah, what? Wheels of Steel, you had cancer in your 20s. Yeah, You 20s. had one ovary removed, your uterus removed. Yeah. Then you were diagnosed with breast cancer in 06. Yeah. And then you've heard there's many doctors you've been to. Oh, well, they never got rid of it. What do you like? Got rid of what? You, you've had cancer your oh, whole life. I know. I know. Well, we, yeah. We did a shiitake mushroom mung bean blend with scuoladeria and a couple of other herbs back in the 1990s because you were sitting on the toilet. Blacking and blacking out. out. Yeah. And that yeah. was the same yeah. blackout that you were experiencing when you had cancer of the ovaries the first time. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we beat it back then. That's not easy. And then it came you then it came. Because in the form every time of it comes cancer. back, it comes back with a vengeance. Oh yeah. You know. You can this is serious. In my whole life I have, you know And you've my, never done chemo. No, I never will. And you've never, never done radiation. Will. So your whole life is spent really with cancer. Long, yeah. Either in the background or aggressively having to fight it. Yeah, yeah. So if you hear me irritable or bitching or nasty to um, Hitman, well, maybe you'll be understand why. Pain. I don't know. Pain is so... Pain. pain. I mean, if I weren't this ill, uh, we would be in D.C. Oh, yeah. Tonight For and sure. tomorrow. Oh, yeah. We would be at the deplorable ball. With oh, yeah. Yes, with absolutely. Roger Stone. Absolutely. And Alex, Alex Jones. Kumia, I love Dan them all. Bongino, yes. Our yes. guys. What are yes. the. Kellyanne Con- I mean, I love them. Our daughter went to. Our, our, someone in our family went to the same school the same year with Ivanka. Yeah. Yep. 10. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. That's right. And someone who is very dear to us who went to Penn at the same time Ivanka was there, she said she was the most polite. Genuine, kind person. Never she, hung out in groups. No, she said. Kept by herself. Uh, read, studied, studied, the, studied. You never saw her at wild party. Shop studying. No, what you see today is what she is. is: elegant, charming, beautiful, sweet, honest, kind, generous, 
I mean, the list goes on. I mean, this family is amazing, amazing. What? Oh, I have other things to talk about. All right, well, let's roll um, But I wanted it. to say something. Um, congressional report, aborted babies with Down syndrome, ha- they sell their brains for $325. They sell a portion of their liver for $325. Their eyes for $650. One leg for 325 Their skin for 325 Why? If this is for science, why don't they donate it? This is disgusting. It's a disgusting. Shut down Planned Parenthood. If you want an abortion, pay for it yourself. Yeah, it's a big business, but you know what? Pay for it yourself. And and they can't sell the baby body parts. This is outrageous. So anyway, devastated to hear that. I do want to say something because I know Barack runs around saying that he is the first president of the United States who never had a scandal. Well, what about these nine scandals, Obama? You forgot about. How about the IRS harassment of conservative groups? Dinesh D'Souza. Dinesh D'Souza. What about illegal arms sales to Mexican traffickers? Oh, here comes Hitman. All right, hold on, back to and how about the IRS going after collecting $3 billion from Obamacare penalties from U.S. citizens? How about those who they didn't go after? His buddy. Well, who didn't they go John after? John Lewis. Oh, yeah. What about the people that didn't go after? John, John Lewis. John, John Lewis never paid tax on his million-dollar townhouse in D.C. Al Sharpton owes $10 million to the IRS. He's not in jail. He's not in jail, but you know what? Now, that's a that's called that's called you know what that's called scandal. How come Willie Nelson? You talk about white privilege. Willie Nelson had to pay the government sixteen million. Yeah, did you hear me? Sixteen million. Not many people know that, right? They didn't let that man alone. And you got Al Sharpton in and out of the White House? What's up with that? Where's the white privilege? Okay, let me go to more. What's so Lindra? Well, let me... Okay. How about so... Well, that's coming up. I have that coming... I have that coming up. Illegal arms sales to Mexican traffickers. Fast and furious. Hillary Clinton's email scandal. Barack emailed her. What about the 30,000 emails still missing? Ransom paid to Iranians. That's That's a scandal. What about this one? What about the Veteran Administration scandal? How about A.G. Eric Holder held in contempt of Congress? How about the money squandered on Solinda, Solindra? What about the DOJ spying on journalists? Scandal-ridden Secret Service. Alcohol, drunkenness. <laughs> Alcohol, oh. Believe me, wait till this guy's out. The books are going to be exploding. Wait till you hear the stuff about this guy. It's not going to be pretty. You know what? 
somebody on the interview on Alex Jones Alex Jones at the inauguration, and she lived in Saudi Arabia, I guess, because of her husband's business. Very bright woman. She said, "You have no idea. You know what? You feminists, you need to go live there for five years. That place is the." darkest place you have no idea and she said coming back to america with barack as the leader of the united states was dark and unhappy and she's right it's been so dark he's so dark and if you like him good for you i don't don't trust him but i mean she was right you know what feminist woman do the right thing go see what it's like to live there don't talk about it. Experience it. Know your facts before you run your mouth. <sighs> now I have something. The Inquiry additional ed, um, editorial. On, what? More. Oh, there's more. Scandal? Yeah, this is in Pennsylvania. The, your uh, friend um, Chuck Peruto put this one out. It's it's a lawbreaker. Williams should be district attorney. Before we're talking, I'm sorry. Okay. You're talking about the scandals of the Obama administration. Oh, they're endless. Go to our website. There's I don't know how many of them there are. There's so many. My head spins. How about the arming of ISIS? How about the creation? How about funding them? How about the creation of ISIL? How about funding them? How about going in to destabilize? We didn't learn the lesson of Afghanistan. We didn't learn the lesson of Iraq. And Barack Obama is going to turn around and say that it's not a scandal to face nuclear war with Syria, with Russia over Syria, a nation that had been in the Russian camp for 50 years. How about the phony little green men? The United States and George Soros funded a phony invasion a phony invasion of Ukraine on the border and pretended it was Russia when it was the United States and Soros funding it. That's not a scandal. How about Muammar al-Qaddafi, who paid full restitution and entered the world of of normal nations, and then we turn around and betray him, and we destabilize his government? How about Ambassador Stevens? 600, some say, uh, attempts to get more support at that outpost. First of all, the fact that they call it an embassy is a lie. That's a scandal. They lie to you. How about the phony CIA Barack Obama video about the, the burning of the Koran video? that turned out to be completely faked and staged by Barack's CIA, that that Barack said was the reason for the attack on Benghazi, when they know that the attack on Benghazi had been watched for days and Obama didn't do anything. How about all the arms that were in that CIA compound, in that warehouse building, missiles, stingers, shoulder-fired rockets, Millions of rounds of ammunition and and guns. That's not a scandal. We armed the enemy and our soldiers died fighting the enemy we armed. It's our ordinance all over the Middle East. And you're going to tell me the Clinton Foundation, that Hillary Clinton Foundation that 
the vetting, the vetting, the Senate confirmations that Rex Tillerson, because he's an international businessman with Exxon, the vetting that he's going through, the crucifixion that Betsy DeVos is going through, the crucifixion, the attack by Al Franken, the attack by Cory Booker, two phony bullshit senators going after Jeff Sessions, wanting to bring up this this bullshit KKK joke that was attributed to him back in the 1980s. I'll give you a lawyer joke. Maybe it will disqualify me one day for public office. What's the difference between a lawyer and a sperm? This is dedicated to the members of Congress and Senate. A sperm has a one in a million chance of being a human being. A lawyer has no chance at all. I hope that's used against me someday. Because this is one humorless. Humorless. It's becoming that way. Humorless. Now they got riots in the streets. These people are sick. They. I would just arrest them all. Where are the riots? Here. You know. And then we got Tara, my daughter, uh, my friend of someone we know, um, she has a special needs son, and she says Betsy Duvall is unacceptable. This is what happened to my son in school. And I said, but honey, that was under Obama. <laughs> you blaming these people? Unreal. Here we go. Yeah, no, I'm fine. You okay? Yeah. Yeah. Give me a hug. I'm so sorry. It's a beautiful break of love. Oh my god, alright, my face really hurts. All the liberals are looking out for John, so that's awesome. Did you want to talk for a little bit, a brief interview? Uh, Who are you with? Steve, no. I'm with Lucy uh, Stanley. I'm not a big media guy. Who's street? Sorry, these, these, this is D.C. right in front of the ball. This is in D.C. These people are all should be locked up. What? Well, they're pushing them. What are you going to stand there and let them run into the place? These people are nuts. Where's the where's where are these liberals' tolerant, peaceful behavior? These people are beyond heart. Well, there's a lot of police here. There's a lot of police. Don't be kidding me. There's a lot.
Now, never forget, folks, that these people were paid 2500 a month and $50 an hour to do this. And I don't understand because the FBI was warned. So I don't know what's going on. But these, these people are haters. They're race baiters. This is Barack Obama. This is Barack Obama, CIA, and FBI. They don't care. They want to take American down. This is dangerous, sick. I cannot wait till these people... Oh, please. I would arrest all of them. I wouldn't even tear gas. I would tear gas them all. Sorry. Right. I wouldn't. Yeah, I'm going to take this crap. Mm-mm. These people are haters. They're disrespectful. Donald is going to be the president of the United States of America. If you don't like it, that's your problem. It's your problem. He's going to be president. I didn't like Barack. I voted him for, for him the first time. Don't ask me why. I probably needed my head examined. The second time, no way. Uh-uh. And I, uh-uh. No. And I wasn't happy, and I haven't been happy for four years with this guy. But you don't see Republicans out there screaming. Actually, my whole family, we were all Democrats our whole life. Not anymore. Not after this election. We all voted for Donald J. Trump. DJT. DJT. They're they're lucky it's not me because I. So I, I told you about. Smash their heads in when I had, to, when I, when mm-hmm. I had the nightclub, and this guy Joe Messa. I throw them down. jerk off from. I would take that crap. They're all bodybuilders. You can't They're all have law that. school students at Temple. No violence. And like by that. the time they got drunk, they all they wanted to do was fight one guy, literally. And we're talking about all tall tops. So the base probably weighed. 40 pounds. It's a, so you could stand. The tabletops were seriously two inches thick. And it's a round that four people could stand at. This guy has it over his head, and he was ready to smash one of the security in the head if it wasn't for my biggest security punching him square in his face. Then yeah, that's gave, how you have to treat these things. Then I gave the order to drag him by his feet, and we had 50 steps. Oh, I remember. Down. Thrown so down. we dragged him down as him. he banged his head 50 steps down. And then they wanted to continue fighting. If you come with a violent behavior, what are you looking for? Then they wanted You're to continue asked to be fighting uh, at 5 o'clock in the morning out on the street. And by the time my staff was done, two guys to get away ran for their life and jumped in the back of a pickup truck and the police were questioning me that that day looking for these two missing guys. I said, well, I'm sure they wind up somewhere in South Philly sleeping off quite a hangover. This is breaking. Close family friend of Clinton's arrested for threatening to kill Donald Trump. That was the guy, right? What guy? That it, that uh, wasn't he I don't know this guy. Something? Oh, yeah, yeah. He was the one shooting his mouth off, doing the terroristic threats over Twitter. Dinamico Polutio Jr.? Yeah. Spell his po- name, Dominico, what? Di- okay. Um, well, I'm thinking that's the same. D-O-M-I-N-I-C-P-U-D-O-P-O-L Jr. has posted various pictures of his family members with the Clintons as well as pictures of John Kerry who he referred to as a friend. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me read this. We don't have a lot of time. So police in Miami arrested him for a violent threat, video threat. 
on the video, he, whatever his name is, what's his name? Propaganda Dominic said this, said this is the 16th of January, 2017, and I will be at the review and inauguration, and I will kill President Trump. This is, this is what... President-elect Barack Trump Obama today, has fanned the, the family field. has been close John, friends. Yeah, they got pictures John of him Lewis right there at Hillary. Has fueled, this is, what, yeah, this is exactly what that fat slob Rosie O'Donnell is promoting. Mm-hmm. This is what the, the homosexual pansy professor at NYU who was, was stalking, his boyfriend was stalking there, Hillary giving this, Hillary's hugging and kissing this sister, Sonia. This is unbelievable. This is I'm, I. These people, these well, Democrat Marxists all need to be arrested, in America, yep. and if anything happens to Donald Trump, to it's Barack Obama. Barack and Obama. now they are trying to threaten the most weak-minded people into murder. This is whether you want to call it Mockingbird, you want to call it the operation where they use mind control on people to become Manchurian candidate. These are weak-minded people. Their brains are heavily manipulated. When you look at these killers uh, like the trench coat mafia, they're all on Prozac. They're all on anti. No, this guy's sitting there like a big Congress meeting with Hillary. Yeah. This guy's all dressed up in a suit. These, this is mm-hmm. something's really. <laughs> well, he's now in jail. Well, he's arrested. He's well, funny. that's where he is. Right. He's in prison. And we'll see if the judge thinks it's funny to let a guy no, using mm-hmm. terroristic threats on a president he out he's on kill any him. bail He's going to kill him. I'm going to kill Donald. That's what he said. Mm-hmm. Border Patrol, um, Patro- um, no, National Border uh, Patrol Council. Um, we've never seen before in the Border Patrol. The we have POTUS we can trust. Oh, yeah, no. they're, they're thrilled. Yeah. They got a POTUS they can trust. Yes. Unreal. I mean, if anything happens to Donald, I blame. Oh, the Barack CNN, Obama, Barack Obama, uh-huh. Hillary, the media, Rosie O'Donnell. Now you got Michael Moore, Van Jones. I don't know who this. These other people are. Liberals post for magazine cover disrespecting Americans. Like, why don't we just throw these people out? You like get rid of them. You don't like it? Leave. Just leave. Fourteen hours and counting. Is it eleven or twelve? Fourteen hours and counting. And then when you make terroristic they threats, there are consequences. Here you it's go. Here's prison. Alec. Alec Baldwin, they said he sounds like an asshole. Thank you. I just want to say I've been standing out here in the freezing cold for a long time. I have to go to the bathroom. I have to pee. Whatever. But I'm holding it in. I'm holding it in. I'm not going to pee. I'm going to a function at the Russian consulate tonight. I'm going to hold it until I get there. And then when I get to the Russian consulate, I'm going to have a really, really long pee. Like the biggest pee I've ever had in my lifetime. Um, 
I want to say three things really quickly because we've got a lot of people that want to come up and say uh, hi. It's a complete no Number one, Donald Trump and Steve Bannon and Mike Pence and all these people that are part of the Trump administration, they think that you are going to lay down. Are you going to lay down? All right, stop. The one thing that they don't realize is that New Yorkers never lay down. The question is... He's not even a New Yorker. Go to California. Why? Why? Why should New Yorkers create this civil insurrection? Such hatred. Because Donald won... If somebody would send Alec Baldwin a memo, you don't live in a democracy. You live in a republic. One republic, one nation, under God, indivisible. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic, and to the republic, and to the republic for which it stands. One nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. It's a republic. It's not a democracy. We have a popular vote in order to apportion the electoral delegates. You saw the scam, 750 delegates for Hillary, when Bernie was the legitimate candidate. But the entire Democrat establishment stepped in to castrate Bernie. You call that a democracy? I call that a gang war. You've been listening to Propaganda.Earth. Remember to support the store, www.propagandaearth.store. I'm drinking right now, 10 o'clock at night. Sip right for your type T and a pre-probiotic blend specific for your blood type, O, A, B, and A, B. A $50 order, we ship for free. God bless America. God bless the American people. And God bless Donald Trump and his family and team.